Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLuce, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And today is that wonderful day we all know as Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Yes, folks, today being Taco Tuesday, it's going to be a smorgasbord of, uh, of fun things to talk about. Uh, you know, we love to partake of the various different uh, foods and conversations, and, you know, we have fun here. You know, whether it's whether it's talking about spirits or cigars or talking about firearms or talking about, you know, tacos, we always try to have a good time here. And, uh, well, that's just a contagious song, so that's why we play it. You know, if you don't like it, it, it it's only a minute out of your life that you have to deal with it. I, it's okay. It's okay. But hey, we're on a tight time schedule today. As you can see, Mr. Piwaworski is not with us today, but we're on a tight schedule. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into the acknowledgement of our sponsors, starting with Hitman Industries. If you're looking for uh, looking to do either a new build or rebarrel your current rifle, there's no better place to go than hitmanindustries.net. They have rifle and pistol length barrels and soon to be available Glock barrels. So check them out today, hitmanindustries.net. Then you've got the California Republican Assembly working to elect conservatives from uh, school board all the way up to president of the United States. It is the largest and fastest growing conservative grassroots organization in the state of California. Please check them out at CRAGOP.org. That's CRAGOP.org. Become a part of California's future today. Join CRA. Then uh, if you're looking for a holster, in particular, inside the waistband holster, outside the waistband holster, concealed carry, or tactical holster, check out Hog Holsters. Helping America wear guns. Just go to hogholsters.com and order yours today. But remember to use the discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces, one word, and get a discount on your Hog Holster today. And then finally, the best in outdoor gear, tactical gear, uh, warm weather gear and cold weather gear, you name it, they have got it. Great prices, great selection, phenomenal products once again, uh, and uh, great customer service. Oh, I almost forgot, fast shipping. Check them out at uscombatgear.com. All right, getting into today's news, uh, you know, we... Mike and I are always going back and forth about uh, the war between our governors. And I use the term our very, very loosely because I did not vote for Gavin Mussolini. And I do wish he was not our governor. Probably the only positive thing about him, if he were to get elected president, is that he wouldn't be my governor. That's really about it. But all that having been said, um, he has, uh, well, he's decided to declare an additional war, which, by the way, he's always, for some reason, decided that he wants to be at war with Ron DeSantis because it's it's hilarious to me because he's, I don't know, he's got like little brother syndrome or something. He's mad because all he can do is screw up the state of California while Ron DeSantis is just killing it over there in Florida. Well, most recently... 
uh, Gavin Newsom has decided that he is going to threaten Ron DeSantis with kidnapping charges over migrant flights to Sacramento. Now, where is this coming from? Well, it appears that some migrants were taken from, were flown or transported from Texas to New Mexico, and then were transported from New Mexico to places in California, including Sacramento. It says here, California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom escalated his feud with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday, appearing to threaten DeSantis with kidnapping charges over South American migrant flights to Sacramento. Newsom cited Florida kidnapping laws in a tweet sent Monday that called the Florida governor and 2024 GOP presidential candidate a small, pathetic man. He says, this, is Mar- this isn't Martha's Vineyard. Kidnapping charges, question mark? Newsom tweeted, referencing Florida's migrant relocation initiative, DeSantis drew national headlines last year when, when the state of Florida flew a group of South American migrants, immigrants uh, from Texas to the liberal enclave of Martha's Vineyard, which had touted broad support for sanctuary policies. So my question, my question to the governor, first of all, is this: uh, to Governor Mussolini, uh, the the tyrant of California. Uh, first of all, you don't even know that it was Florida that did it. What's amazing about that is, is that they spent relatively little bit of money to send one group of, of 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 folks to Martha's Vineyard, and he's lived in your head for over a year. How bad? How wor- How worried are you that people are actually going to realize how much you've screwed up the state of California? That you have to keep pointing fingers at a guy who's doing a great job, at a guy who everybody looks at what they're doing in Florida, and they're like, "Yeah, that's kind of how you do it." How do we know? Because over the last couple of years, no state has grown more than Florida. When I say grown, I don't mean geographically. I mean people keep moving there. Fact: people keep moving there from California. Hmm. Also, how do we know California screwed up? Because people keep moving from California, right? Think about this. We went from a $100 million surplus, $100 million surplus to a, uh, well, a multi-billion, I'm sorry, what is it? Was a $100 billion surplus? I'm sorry, about a $100 billion surplus, almost, about $95 billion surplus. We went from that to a now... They're saying it's $32 billion deficit, but we know it to be less than that. Uh, there, are many, there are many estimates that estimate that it's significantly less than that. The point being is that, sir, you have screwed up the state of California. And so all you can now do is look to... And by the way, oh, that's the other thing I forgot. How did he partially screw up California? Well, it was him. He led, he led the charge there in San Francisco and then brought the charge with him to, to, uh, to the state of California as lieutenant governor and governor. That basically made us a sanctuary state. So how is it kidnapping to send people who want someplace they want to go? If these folks have signed forms saying, yeah, I want to go to California, then guess what? That's not kidnapping. Of course, you know, knowing and understanding the law isn't really exactly your strong suit. Is it, Mr. Mussolini? No, it is not. Look, the thing is, a study after study, poll after poll, will, is, 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 has made it very, very clear. Uh, we need to have some. We 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 have a crisis going on at our southern border, and when you have places like California, 
places like Martha Vineyards, places like the state of New York, when you have play or, or Chicago or, or Detroit, when you say we're going to we are going to to provide you with welfare benefits. We are going to provide you with work. We are going to provide you with cell phones. We are going to provide you with health care. We're going to provide you with the free education. All of this stuff we are going to provide you for free. We are going to incentive. Oh, and by the way, we are not going to work with immigration services to make sure that you go to where you are supposed to go, which is back to your country of origin. But we're not going to enforce our immigration laws all you are doing is incentivizing these folks to come. So if you're going to incentivize them to come, well, then you need to deal with the consequences of them coming to your state because you're the ones who did it. You're the ones inviting them. I mean, when the White, when the Biden White House says, hey, yeah, no, we're, we're not inviting them. Look, you don't get to say we're not inviting them. Yeah, no, we're not, you're not. You shouldn't come. You shouldn't come. No, we're not stupid. And they're not stupid. Even they know when they see all the information that you're putting out there that's encouraging them to come. And, uh, well, let's just say you are, once again, uh, state of California, uh, Governor, Governor Mussolini, you just don't like the fact that you're now going to have to pay for the consequences of the legislation, of the bills, of the policies that you have put in place. Sanctuary, sanctuary your sanctuary city, by the way, the people are already paying the price because we're already paying... Uh, for all of the services uh, that are being provided. We're already paying the price uh, because we've already seen a number of incidences in the state of California with individuals uh, I, being harmed, uh, whether it's assault, whether it's robbery, whether in some cases murder, uh, for the lack of enforcement of our immigration laws. That's not to say that's every, every person who's coming across our southern border, but there are plenty who are coming across our southern border who are victimizing the people of these United States. The people of California uh, and folks like Gavin Mussolini don't, and the Democratic Party don't care one lick about it. How do you know they don't care? Well, let's look at this next law. Now, this was a bill that actually recently passed the California State Senate. And in this particular bill, this measure would stop employees from confronting or being able to confront shoplifters. Now, this bill was passed by the California, by the California State Senate. Um, it is an insane bill because what is what has wound up happening in places like the state of California is massive shoplifting massive stealing. Uh, in San Francisco, you've had Walgreens shut down uh, all of their stores in, in downtown or in downtown, or at least I believe in the Bay Area. I won't say in the Bay Area, but they've shut down multiples of their stores there in, uh, in that area. Shut them down because they just can't afford the shrinkage. They can't afford the losses. The losses. You've had hundreds of thousands of businesses have left the state of California because of their, before for a number of reasons, but up to and including these laws. Now here, I'll, I'll read a little bit of, the, of the, the article to you. It says, lawmakers in California are hoping to push through controversial legislation that would ban retail staff from stopping thieves stealing, their, stealing from their stores. SB, or Senate Bill 553, which was submitted by State Senator David Cortese, Dave Cortese, has been passed by the Senate and will now progress to policy committees in the state assembly. Cortese hopes the proposed law will prevent workplace violence 
and protect staff from being forced by their employers to step in during robberies. But some store bosses are furious about the plans, with the California Retail Association mocking the move as an open invitation to thieves to come in and steal. The political wrangling in California comes just weeks after a Home Depot security guard, Blank Mose, Mose, uh, 26, was shot to death during an attempted robbery in Pleasanton. Other cities in the state are also facing their own problems as they attempt to deal with lawlessness. So, all right, now this is Newsweek, right? Explain to me how you fight lawlessness by saying, by making it illegal to enforce the law. I don't understand exactly how that works. When you tell someone that... If you steal from this store, nobody will attempt to stop you. How exactly are you not inviting people to steal from the store? I'm not saying everyone will steal from the store, but you're definitely, there's definitely a group of people who are going to say, yeah, I think I'll steal from the store. In fact, you might be making criminals because there are probably people who, because there are people there who would prevent them from doing it, have decided... Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna steal from that store. But now that they know that there is nobody who is going to be allowed to legally stop them, you're now going to make it illegal. You're now you're now going to encourage them to actually go out and rob and steal. Folks, this is why I hate to say this, but we've jumped the shark. Democrats have jumped the shark. This is beyond ridiculous. We've we've done the defund the police thing. We know it doesn't work. We've done the decriminalized crime thing. We know it doesn't work. Now you want to make it criminal to not allow someone else to steal from you. Right? You've got one city, I was it Detroit? Or was it New York? That is actually that is actually suing automakers because they've made their cars too easy to steal. Yes. Okay. Everyone, say hi to Jane. Jane, say hi to everybody. Hi. Hi. Okay, but Jane, Papa's doing a show right now. So you got to go. But you got to go. Mommy will take care of you. Mommy got you. Mommy got you. Go ahead. Mommy got you. Mommy will take care of you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's my granddaughter, Jane, for those of you who have not had seen Jane on the program before. Uh, I call her Hurricane Jane because she is a force of nature. In any case, <laughs> let me get back to the program. But this is what happens. Let me tell you something. Little one, if they don't have boundaries, if they don't know you're not supposed to do that, if there's no punishment for them breaking the rules, guess what that little one does? They don't follow the rules. Or sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Some kids, you may need to give a little tap on the bottom, you know, in order to make sure that they, you know, make the world be it. Some, you can simply tell them. Some, you can convince that, you know what, maybe you shouldn't do that because it's not nice to other people, right? But you gotta have laws in place that let the worst of the worst actors know that they will be held accountable if they decide they want to do harm to others, and by the way, just so you know, uh, according to national retail associations, there's been something like five. No, I'm sorry. That was was that one company? 
Anyway, $500 million was the cost in one for one company. $500 million was the cost for one company in just theft, in people stealing and shoplifting. Now, if you don't think, if you think that that is a victimless crime, if you think, oh, well, it's just stuff and they're just major corporations. Do you know what, a corp what major corporations do? How they make that money back? Yeah, they factor that in to the cost of doing business and that's added to the price of the products, goods, and services we all buy. So we all pay more because someone else gets to steal. And when you encourage people to steal, guess what? They steal more. And when they steal more, guess what the rest of us get to do? The rest of us all get to pay more. All because, well, hey, they don't, want, they don't feel like paying for it. Anyway, there you go. That's it. Uh, moving on to our next story, Norway. Now, this is a big one. So, you know, as we've talked about the quote-unquote gender-affirming care, I've just been, I think we've been very clear, Mike and I have been very clear about that on this show. Look, um, what you decide to do with yourself and your body, that is your choice. And I stand behind you. If you are, if you were born a male and you decide you want to live your life as a female and you want to do all of the that make an informed decision about the medications and the surgeries and all of that and how you want to live your life, you do you. You get to do that. But what, I, what we do not support and what we have an issue with is how this agenda is being pushed on children, right? From the indoctrination in our schools and in media we have, and in corporations we have an, an issue with. But really the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I think a lot of people have issues, it has to do with the medical stuff relating to kids, the whether it's the the uh, whether it's the the hormones uh, or the chemicals that are given uh, to children that 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 permanently harm them, and that's one of the things that not a lot of people are talking about. Is there are there have been uh, once again we we have there hasn't been a whole lot of study of uh, of use of of using hormones or giving hormones, whether it's estrogen or testosterone, to prepubescent uh, children. Uh, they're also, we have seen some of the effects of, of using what they call uh, puberty blockers or a more familiar chemical castration because that's what they actually give them. They give them the chemical that's used to castrate sexual offenders. But I digress. Um, we do know that in many of those cases, it can cause sterility. It can cause osteoporosis. It can cause brittle bones. A bunch of a, a bunch of major issues that it can cause. Anyway, all that having been said, in Norway, they have decided that uh, they are no longer going to uh, they are no longer going to allow uh, gender quote unquote gender affirming care or sex change uh, medical procedures or, or prescriptions to be offered in a clinical sense uh, for minors. Uh, here, let me read a little bit of the piece here to you. It says, common sense and science are gradually prevailing. Last week, Norway Healthcare Investigation Board announced it would be revising its current guidelines regarding so-called gender-affirming care for minors because it no longer consider them, considers them to be evidence-based. Let me say that again. No longer considers them to be evidence-based. The board also acknowledged that the growing number of teenage girls identifying as male post-puberty remain under remains under study 
Under the proposed updated guidelines, the use of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and transition-related surgery would be restricted to research contexts and no longer provided in clinical settings. Uh, Norway joins Finland, Sweden, and the United Kingdom in introducing greater safeguards for children. In the United States, eight states thus far have banned a banned a affirmative care for individuals under 18 with Tennessee being the latest to pass such legislation. Now, once again, this is not healthcare being denied to, to trans children. These are not medically necessary procedures or medication, right? This is medication that once they turn 18, if they decide that they've, they've gotten all of the information, they've gotten all of the facts, and they want to make a decision that they want to start to take these things, then they can. But we don't allow a, a, a child, a 13-year-old, to go and get a tattoo, yet we would allow them to go and have their breast removed. That makes no sense to me. That makes no sense to most Adults. In fact, if you look at the studies, there was a recent poll that was done. Almost four in ten, I'm sorry, almost, almost three in four adults, almost three in four uh, or, or voters are like, yeah, no, they do not support gender affirming care or the, the, the sex change uh, surgeries and medications for minors. And that includes, by the way, 57% of Democrats. So, folks, this is, you want to talk about a, 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 what I call a, a, a seven, a, an 80-20 issue. This is almost, almost we're almost there, an 80-20 issue. The fact is, is that there are, whether it's corporate America, whether it's, it's academia, whether it's the entertainment industry, uh, they have jumped the shark on this one. And the American people are not with them on this particular stuff. Uh, they just, and once again, they're, they're not even necessarily even talking about adults. Two out of three said that they believe that there are only two genders. But that, but we're not even talking about that. Once again, you still get to choose to live your life the way you want to live your life. But we're talking about children. We're talking about impressionable children. We're talking about individuals who do not, according to science, even have fully formed brains yet under the age of 18. And yet we are going to allow them to make decisions that are literally, physically, life altering um no just no absolutely positively not and oh by the way just so you know because the one the one thing they always throw up is well you know if you don't let them do it they'll commit suicide you know there's actually been absolutely no data to support that in fact it's the these these the rates of suicidal ideation for individuals post uh, after they've gone through the transformation or before the transformation, doesn't change. Absolutely, positively does not change. So that is a lie. And it's a lie that is meant to make you feel guilty, to make parents feel guilty, to make teachers feel guilty, to make doctors feel guilty if they don't go along with this. And it, uh, it once again, it should not, absolutely, positively should not be supported. And I'm glad to see that that is happening Uh you know, you're going to start to see it more and more because the science just, this is not based on science. The people who keep telling us we need to follow the science are not following the science. It's an XX chromosome, XY chromosome. And, uh, you know, you can, 
change all of the exterior, but but you don't change the science. Anyway. Next we have, oh, you'll love this one. This is the, so the Firearms Policy Coalition uh, uh, asked for a preliminary injunction against the assault weapons ban in, uh, in Washington state. Now, what's crazy about this, folks, is, is the reason that was given for them denying, was given for them denying the injunction. I'm not surprised at all that they denied the injunction. But, but here's the funny part. Now, for those of you who do not know, and it's the, what the, the specific firearms that we're talking about that are being banned are center, or center fire, semi-automatic center fire rifles with detachable magazines, okay? Semi-automatic means one trigger pull, one pull of the finger, one round. So, the reason the judge gave, and I'll read, I'll read their tweet to you, it says... A judge has denied the motion for preliminary injunction in our lawsuit challenging Washington's assault weapons ban, saying that the banned firearms, quote, allow a shooter to fire as fast as they can pull the trigger. Unlike, let me say that again, unlike previous guns. Really? 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 That is that is what the judge actually said. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but when this is appealed, I, I really think that only two things are really required in this legal response. One is the judge's statement. The other is a definition or a lesson, a brief lesson on how Semi-automatic firearms work. Or how about how revolvers work? Semi-automatic handguns? Or just, you know, semi-automatic rifles. The point is, <laughs> that's the very definition. There is no, what other firearms is he talking about? What previous firearms is he talking about? Is he talking about muskets? Yeah, like you, I have no idea what dude is doing or saying. Uh, but I thought that you would find it amusing. Folks, you need to join. If you haven't already done it, you become a member of the Firearms Policy Coalition. They are a phenomenal group that is suing the, sh the stuff. The stuff. I, you know, Mike's not here, so I'll, I'll try and be a, you know, a little more proper in my decorum. But, yeah, become a member of the Firearms Policy Coalition. Check it out at firearmspolicy.org. But they are suing all over the country. And I got to say, Brandon Combs over there was was so far ahead of the of the game when he decided. I mean, even years, even before Bruin, he was already putting. Even before uh, Trump uh, took over the Supreme Court, he was already putting things in place in order to expand their legal services division so that they could be in a place to be able to to to, to fight some of this stuff. It's important that we fight bad legislation, and FPC does do that. But it's also important that we fight in the courts uh, because that's where the lasting victories are going to come, is, is in the courts. Anyway, on that note, we're going to move on to our parting shots. And our parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. Get your Hog Holster today at hogholster.com. Make sure you use discount code THERUNDOWN. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. All right. 
Um, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, I don't remember. It was last week. We talked about how uh, the Dodgers uh, decided that they were going to honor the Los Angeles Dodgers. Decided that they were going to honor as a part of as a part of Pride Month. They were going to honor a number of different individuals and organizations in the LGBTQ plus community. Well, one of the groups that they decided to honor was the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a group that is based solely on the idea of mocking the Catholic Church and Catholic nuns. Uh, it is ba- it is a hate group. It is a hate group that basically hates Catholics. Well, not well. First, then, first they said they were going to do it. Then a bunch of Catholics said something. Then they decided that they, that they weren't going to do it. Uh, then they then a bunch of people in the LGBTQ community decided they were going to say something. So then they decided they were going to do it again. And so now here, here they are. So not only did they, were they honored there, but they also were honored by uh, members of the, of the California State Legislature. Here you go. Uh, this is Scott Weiner. Uh, Scott Weiner is uh, well, is a state senator there in is a state senator in California. You might remember him because he's the one who actually uh, fought to pass legislation to no longer make it a crime. It was either made it a crime or made it a misdemeanor uh, to have oral sex with minors uh that was his that's been his contribution to society but i thought you guys might want to meet some of the sisters sisters of perpetual indulgence uh so i uh well i downloaded this little video here for you for you to get to know a little bit of them Mr. Alaska Lots. hi i'm second speck of the pokey scratchings hello i'm novice white angle of the shuttering ones Hello, I'm Brother Bimbo Del Delphio Sensor. I um Yeah, so uh those are some of the folks who were honored by uh as I as I said before, Senator Scott Weiner, uh there in the California State Senate. Uh, but I do want to recognize uh, there was at least one individual, and I'm sure uh, the. By the way, the Republican leader, uh, the Republican leader of the assembly, uh, made it clear that he was not going to be participating in anything where they were about to where they were going to be honored, uh, because they stand for religious bigotry. Uh, one person was in the chamber when it happened, but I like his subtle form of protest. This is uh, Assemblyman Bill Bill Ensley. Uh, and here, here he is holding a sign that says religious bigotry is bigotry. And yes, sir, it is. And we appreciate you standing up. Very much, very much appreciate you standing up. And with that, before we go, uh, let's go ahead and give a quick shout out once again to our sponsors, Hitman Industries. Get your rifle and pistol length barrels today at hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly, become a part of California's future today. Join CRA. Get your hog holster at hogholsters.com. Use discount code the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And get your outdoor gear, your tactical gear, your cool gear, cool weather gear, hot weather gear, whatever you're looking for. You can find it at uscombatgear.com. Tomorrow we shall return on hump day, uh, hopefully with Mike, uh, and uh, we'll have a good time. Anyway, you folks take care, and we will talk to you manana.